Where are those crackers? I didn't want to eat some of the crackers. Crackers, we've been drinking. Really good. This is an episode. We're gonna get to the heart of Rich Higgins in this episode. We're gonna Ooh. we're gonna take a look at Rich. I think you go through my stomach. To get who there. he is, why he is, what he is. I'm we're hold answer. on. I'm not comfortable with this. This isn't about me. This it's is gonna be just, a, a deep psycho- it's a deep psychological examination. I'm not important. It's the what beer is. What happens to a man that makes him want to be hey, a cicero? Is the question we're gonna here. answer today. I love you, though. This is going to be the worst episode in the world. Call, it's going to be fantastic. Over. I don't need to call. No, we are just going to talk about Cicero. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, look at these olives. Rachel is giving us olives right now. Maddie. Yes. We can just do this in the driveway or something if we need to. Larry. Larry knocked over his microphone. It's a faux pas. Larry committed a faux pas. This is where we'll cut to the theme song of the show. Come and knock on my door. We're podcasting for you. No, no, it's our theme song is a very is a royalty free, generic, funky tune. We are rolling, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where the kisses are hers and hers and his three's company too. This is gonna be sloppy. This is gonna be a sloppy one. Take a step that is new. I will cut this down. You do know that's my favorite sitcom of all time. Three's Except Company it. is? Yeah. How much Except you've watched it? I've, I know every episode. There's not an really. Episode. Are you ready? Ask Rachel Lewis how much I love Three's <laughs> Company. I record it today. Rachel. Larry loves it. He records it every day. He watches it at night before he goes to bed. Wait, is this true? Yes, on a, on what a, is happening on right VCR? Name the actor who was in two da- different what episodes. What channel is Three's Company on? It's on? Maybe. Name the actor yeah. who is on two different episodes who plays two different characters. I can I can, I can, do this all day. Um, yeah, it's Jeffrey Tambor. But here's the thing. He, no, wow. he, he, he plays... Um, <laughs> in what episode alright that's enough of this okay. Rich you really walked us into something when you <laughs> when you sang the Three's Company too. I'm just telling you thank you Rachel are we recording or not are oh we we've, we got all of this all I'm just this trying is, to tell you is I'll stop eating crackers then I love Three's Company it's my favorite sitcom of all time what about Alf I don't love Alf yeah, you don't like puppets, though. You're not. No, a I no. Alf. I have a horrifying experience as a kid with Alf. <laughs> I was doing homework late at night, and I could have swore he was behind me because my imagination is incredible, and it freaked me out. So I don't like Muppets. Yeah. You don't. I know your stance on Muppets. Nope. I don't like mascots. I don't like Alf. You don't like mascots. Let me make you understand this. Let me make you understand this. We're sitting here now. We're all together doing liquid bread. If a frog just jumped in our room, a small frog. If it just jumped in the room, we'd all go, oh, my God, a frog. We would just jump. Doesn't mean we'd be scared, but we'd jump. So, so, if a so four-foot-seven frog. frog walked into the room and he's dating a pig, <laughs> it would be the scariest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. So I'm sorry. I don't like the idea what if you play the of banjo? a six-foot-seven pigeon talking to a brown woolly mammoth and thinking it's okay. So yes, Big Bird scares the hell out of me, and so does Snuffleupagus. This is not for children. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's always terrified me. Larry. There's nothing good about that. If a bird flew in here, we'd be like, a bird, let's get the bird out. But a six-foot bird that's talking and singing a jolly song, teaching me the alphabet, I'm supposed to be cool? Get the fuck out of here, man. 
I got time for this shit. Larry, have you ever seen a pigeon before? You know they don't look like Big Bird, don't you? It's a bird! That's the point. It's not a real pigeon. It's just a bird. Come on, Rich. What kind of bird is Big Bird? That's a good question. A canary? Is he a... Okay, so if Ooh. a seven-foot canary... I don't know. I don't know if, have they designated what, okay, okay, what, no, big, let's say it's a canary. what Big Bird is? If a canary the size of Shaq <laughs> walks in our fucking apartment right now, I am trying to gouge my eyes out and swallow my tongue. I'm done. All right, welcome to Liquid Bread, everybody. Welcome to this wonderful podcast about beer. I'm Maddie Smith. With me, as always, are my buddy, Larry Bates. What it do? <laughs> and my other buddy, a successful Cicerone. Oh, man. Rich Higgins. <laughs> Is that what I am? That's what you are today. Sounds like my... Because that's what we're talking about. It sounds like it's a, a eulogy. <laughs> we loved Rich dearly. And today we say goodbye. No, today we're going to talk about the Cicerone program. We're just going to... It's going to be... We're going to be real cash. As you may have guessed, um, <laughs> um, we've got we've got we've got Rich here. Obviously, a man who loved beer, but he is he is officially a man who loves beer. He is the designation of a master cicerone. Right, let it be known that Rich doesn't really feel entirely comfortable with the whole this whole episode. We're happy to we'll talk see about where this cicerone stuff. Yeah, let's see where it goes. We're happy to talk about cicerone stuff. Rich is just he, I'm a beer dork. I like beer. I'm also a dork. That's where we're going. We're not going deeper than beer that. fell into my life, and we're not. I passed a, an exam, and I've have spent a lot of time. Yeah, less time watching Three's Company than I would like, well, and more time studying is, beer. Is, is so. that easy though? Where like beer can just fall into your life, and you pass an exam and become a master cicerone? Well, yeah, no. I've skipped a step or two, but so here let's let's start it here. Let's kind of start it like what made you want to become a. Larry's around. very successful. Uh, Maddie, you're very successful. Oh, so successful! I do all right. Several episodes of children's television. You've met David Hasselhoff. I've met. I've worked with David Hasselhoff. There we go. Oh, not even met. Worked mm-hmm. with. I have I have a signed headshot of David Hasselhoff because he keeps a stack in the trunk of his car. <laughs> Stop it! Really? <laughs> yes. Stop it! Really? Oh yes. You he's, thought he? He has headshots in the you back. You thought of his he car. drove a lowrider, but it's actually just this trunk no. is so Wait a minute, full. Stop of, it! But I will say you have to tell him in advance to bring Kit. He does have Kit at home. A real no. Kit? The car from Night Rider. He has Kit. He has Kit at home, but he showed up and he was like, oh, "I wish you'd said to bring Kit. I could have brought Kit." How does? It, why does he not just assume people want him to drive Kit? That's a good yeah, question. I, I, I actually know. want to see Kit more than I want to see David Hasselhoff. Look, I'll tell you, oh, I'm, I met him and within about ten seconds he was crediting himself with the fall of the Berlin Wall. It was a, <laughs> He's like, Maddie, you know, a lot of people don't know this. I Maddie, just, stop. Yeah, he's like, a lot of people don't know this, but I was helpful helpful in uh, bringing down the Berlin Wall. Well, he's um, like a big deal, though, over there, right? Oh, they love him there. Honestly, well, he might be right. He yeah. might be right. <clears throat> he just gets Guys, to it quickly. Um, <clears throat> you know who else is a big deal in Germany? Uh, this, Rich, Rich Higgins? This guy, yeah, yeah. Master system Rich yeah, Higgins. I don't want to say I brought down the Berlin Wall, but let's just say. But he bailed. He helped out. Uh, I helped out. You ever seen David Hasselhoff and me in the same room at the same time? Oh, shit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, no. So, yeah, we're just going to talk about that Cicerone program. So, Rich, first of all, what is the Cicerone program? Sorry, I was sipping a beer. I'm also realizing I have three beers You do have, you have three beers. You kind of have four. There's one that's low, but there's a little bit left in oh, the glass. Oh, there's very little left of that. What, Jess, what's the Cicerone Wait, program? So, what is the Cicerone program? All right, look, uh, let's, let's just say it's a way of studying beer and a way of certifying knowledge about beer. Let's start here. So you've brewed beer. You've, been a, brewed. you've been a brewer, you've been a Cicerone. Mm-hmm. Which were you first? Brewer. You were a brewer first. Yeah, I started brewing before Cicerone existed. Now, you were already a brewer. You were already doing this for a career. What made you interested in this program then? You know, honestly, 
I'm a really lucky fit for the program or the, you know, basically I just love everything that the programs tests you on basically. So mm-hmm. the program, you know, it's, it's really not a program much, much at all. It's really just a bunch of tests. They offer some classes, some ways to study and all that, but it's a, it's a bunch of tests and the tests certify your level of knowledge about beer mm. um, from a lot of different angles. So it is a robust testing system. Each test is based on a syllabus of material that you need to know. It doesn't, it's not like a study guide. It doesn't say like, oh, you have to, you know, this is everything about cast conditioned beer. It's like, you have to know about cast conditioned beer for this, for this exam. So the material that's in the syllabi, is that the plural? Syllabuses? Syllabi? Yeah. yeah. Um, I yeah. happen to learn uh, and really get exposed to by things that I naturally enjoy, which are brewing, uh, learning about beer while, while brewing, uh, traveling to learn different styles and different regions of, of beer and all that, and food pairing also. So a lot of these things happen sort of naturally through my jobs and through my my hobbies. I'm fortunate enough to basically for the past 20 plus years to have worked in uh, fields that are my hobbies, which are various forms of, of the beer industry. So I learned it all kind of just naturally because I cared about this stuff and I wanted to excel in my jobs, excel as a brewer, excel as someone who was doing, you know, beer and food pairing dinners, excel as, you know, someone who was going to be potentially leading trips to Belgium, Germany, things like that. And um, it turned out that once the Cicerone program developed in 19, or sorry, 19, in uh, 2007, 2008, the syllabi uh, that Ray Daniels, the starter, the founder of this thing, the, you know, the syllabi that he published happened to have all the information that I already cared deeply about. Mm-hmm. So there's four levels. Yes. This is well, that's good. Is Ray Daniels a master system? He's not. Since it's, wait a minute. Oh. Sort but of it, by design, I think. He wanted to be independent, but he's incredibly well-respected within the within the beer world. But I'm saying, it's his idea to let, let's, let's establish, let's, to establish it, but he's not a master system. Yeah. Now, would you would you say... I don't think your mouth guard is fitting okay. quite right It's okay. It's okay. I got cheese and crunch in my mouth. Your falsies are coming out. It's liquid bread, goddammit. My question is, would you say that you know more about him than beer? I mean, I'm sorry. Do you know more? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> would you say you know more about beer than him? <laughs> no, that is not the case. I think uh, he knows a lot, a lot, a lot about beer. He's uh, He's been doing a lot of things in the beer industry for a long time. I don't know his entire biography, but he's written a lot of books, and he's owned some, or been a partner in some breweries. He's been, a, for what it's worth, a very avid home brewer for a long time, um, he he knows his stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. So and he's well respected by a lot of different people in the beer industry. And so he developed this thing, but he is not a master cicerone. And I think there's some value in that because if he just sort of crowns himself the first master cicerone and then offers the certification yeah. this title yeah. to others, that seems a little yeah, 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 insider yeah. based. Like shady. Insider based, but just shady. Yeah, he's a good guy. I like it. Do you know him? I do know him. Yeah. So then, who, through, the, through the program. So then, who is who is kind of the authority for? I'll call it the program for the program. Then mm-hmm. is it like especially because you took the test? You were like two. You were like in the second and third. Yeah, I'm like people yeah. to become cicerones. The like cohort, even yeah. like I, obviously it's probably grown a little bit since then. Mm-hmm. But like who's like then the authority kind of like making writing the test? Then is it just Ray or is it like the first, is there a certain the specific, first exams you, were written by Ray as well as other other esteemed people in the beer industry okay. that he, that he knew and that he had worked with in, in brewing and as well as, you know, writing. And he oversaw brewers publications, which is a side project of, uh, or a subdivision of, um, of the brewers association. And so 
he has a lot of people, a lot of colleagues that he was working with to develop the curriculum for this. And uh, since then, it's been edited and updated by other Master Cicerones. Um, since Including master, you. Since people have passed the master, master Cicerone exam. I have not actively been part of the writing of it, but um, I'm one of the graders of it. There are a lot of Master Cicerones get together and grade the Master Got Cicerone it. exam. Advanced Cicerones help to grade uh, the Advanced Cicerone exam. I've proctored some exams. You know, it's the the, the community has has grown over the years, but for a while there were not a lot of us within so. that community. So, mm-hmm. like, I just I, this is just a real question, and I don't, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but within the community, do people are people like, oh God, this Rich Higgins, he yeah, like I mean, I, I, and I'm not, I don't want you to. Pat yourself on the back too hard, but I mean, do people respect you and respect what you know, your knowledge? And I think it depends on your definition of the community. You know, I think I think the beer community at large probably probably says, "Oh, you know, who who cares about me?" I'm talking about people own. who are trying to pass the cicerone. But, but if you're a master, if you say you're a master cicerone, I think a lot of people say, "Oh, wow, you must know a lot about beer." Yeah. But a lot of those people will roll their eyes and say, "You're probably a fucking snob, or you're a dick. You're trying to elite it. You know, mm-hmm. you're an elitist. You're trying to wind up for not, but." Yeah. But I think a lot of people are also like, "Oh wow, this is amazing! Like I'm really impressed." You know, yeah. there's, there's just there's a whole sea of emotions around mm. it. But Can, I'm sorry, I know I'm, I know I'm jumping from place to place, and maybe no. maybe you were going to get to this. This is a free flowing conversation. Yeah, maybe you're going to get to this, Maddie. But like, because I know there's different levels. Did you go through the different levels first? Like, I, I guess I guess kind of what I'm asking is the difference between Cicerone to Master Cicerone. Was it something where you became yeah, so a sorry. Cicerone so, so first? Let's lay it out then. So okay, the sorry. four levels are certified beer server. Cicerone, advanced Cicerone, certified Cicerone, certified Cicerone. That's right. Then advanced Cicerone, then master Cicerone are the four. The point being, if you pass level one, you're not technically a Cicerone yet, Um, and that's the way it parallels the the court of master sommeliers as well. Mm -hmm. So you pass your level one. You know, you're in the court. Uh, after you pass level one, but you're not technically a sommelier until you pass level two. At that point, you're certified sommelier, and then advanced sommelier is level three, and master sommelier is level four. It is important to note that Rich is a master cicerone, but Maddie passed the first level. Maddie, I am, is, awesome. I am, I am in the court. Maddie is he's in the court. But he's I am a not a beer server. I am a certified beer server. So, but but, but Maddie, that's not that's not a joke of a test, man. You know your stuff. I, I guess feel good I I will say I feel like I worked too hard. I worked. I like well because I was a good. I was like a, I'm a you know I'm a little nerdy, so I'm like a good student. So like mm. I crammed. Good <laughs> I was for like, you. And so I was like, and you enjoyed it, and right? Just, and I it's will say, fun yeah, stuff. I did enjoy, it. and that's the th- that's honestly the thing. I'm trying to. Say, I'm not trying to say it was easy, but like when I was actually taking this, I was like, oh, this. A lot of this stuff is like the stuff I was interested in just knowing as someone who liked beer, yeah. you know, I was like, Oh, I know what a Mertzen is or whatever. Like it I know. found you sort of. Yeah. It yeah. found me. Yeah. Kind of like, like you're saying, I yeah, I, I, so I, I, it was fun and it was like an interest and it did mm-hmm. feel like it was in line with someone who's actually just passionate or interested in this, in the subject. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I guess, I guess, yeah, this, I guess one of the questions I want to have is, is the normal route to go through each step individually, or can someone just show up, test for the master cicerone, and blam it? So, I and the reason why I say this is, were you a cicerone first before you became a master cicerone? And like, I'm I'm interested in what is the degree of how, mu- how, how much, much more difficult is there get? between both? Yeah, um, I was. You cannot just jump in wherever you want. You have to go through. The, all the levels. That's what I'm asking. Okay. So you start at level one. You start at certified beer, certified beer server. That's a pre, prerequisite. Prerequisite. Okay. Uh, to taking the second level test, certified Cicerone. 
which is a prerequisite to become an advanced Cicerone, and passing that is a prereq for becoming a master Cicerone. So wait, you can just, say, you just said three levels. How many levels are there? There are four. There's four. So beer server, beer server certified, certified advanced, advanced master. and master. I will okay. say, well, I will say, though, in my from what I've looked at, it looks like there's a pretty th- heavy wall between the certified beer server and certified Cicerone. And Rich, Each of them is a big jump. It feel, it, really? Yeah, so maybe, yeah, it, that jump, jump is big. Well, honestly, part of like this episode, my thinking I should say is I had taken the certified beer server exam, Rich, and I was with you one time, and Larry, you were there, and I was like, oh, like, what do you think I should do for like if I'm interested in like the certified Cicerone level, like the next level? And in my head, I'm like, there's some classes I can take. Actually, I look at this. Yeah, you know, kind of like a casual, like hobby interest level type of thing. And your response was, what you think is a good idea is to actually work in a brewery and get like experience yeah. working in a brewery. It's incredibly helpful. And that's a big, that's way more than like, oh, taking a few taking classes on Saturdays yeah. or something or reading this, a couple books and stuff like that. Like it's a big, it's, it's a, a pretty big. professional distinction. Yeah, yes. So, it feels like you're really committing. And that's kind of what I wanted to wrap all this in is like to who, who should want to be a Cicerone mm-hmm. and why. It pays off if you are in the industry mm-hmm. and it's easier to learn the stuff if you're in the industry. You know, it's not meant to be a a hobbyist sort of thing. Yeah. And I don't say that to be condescending at all. There are there's a lack of other beer certifications for people that just want to know beer trivia, you know, or you know, to treat it as a yeah. hobby or an amateur. You know, if you're a very serious home brewer, there's a parallel organization or parallel set of testing and all that that's applicable to the the demands of homebrewing and that's called the bjcp beer judge certification program and then if you're in the professional industry we're actually serving people as a bartender or as a you know brewer running beer dinners or something like that or if you're a you know a server you know like a waiter or waitress whatever at a restaurant you know cicerone makes more sense for that and then also if you're a brewer it can help but it really it is a service-oriented thing. So a lot of brewers look at the stuff in the syllabus and say, half of this is really important to me, half of this is not. I, see. I don't need I see. to know food pairings as a brewer. I see. You know, I don't need to know mm-hmm. how to fix a draft system as a brewer. I see. You know, these, these are things that are really ta- tailored for the on-premise you know, restaurant bar scene. That's good. That's 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 a that's a great distinction. Yeah. And they're qu- equivalent um, distinctions for for just professional brewers. Is the IBD, which is uh, the um, uh, Institute of Brewing Dis- and Distilling, and it runs a couple different amazing tests, and they're based in Scotland. And you know, I, I have a lot of friends in, in the brewing industry that are you know IDB ID sorry IBD diplomats. And then there's also um, there's Dumans, there's uh, Siebel, you know, there are a bunch of like brewing degrees. And then there's not really a hobbyist thing, but for homebrewers, there's a BJCP. And then for sort of in the middle, the the service side of things, there's Cicerone. But what's interesting to know is that the Cicerone program is is geared towards service. Because mm-hmm. like what I generally say is he's, uh, I'll, I'll say he's a sommelier for beer, but I'll say like he's like a beer expert. But it's not just a beer expert. It's also curtailed specifically for service to some degree. Yeah, it's the idea of being able to interface with people mm. that don't know much about beer so yeah. you can help guide them. So Cicerone is a word that means to guide or like be a docent. This is great. This is really great. And so brewers... That's why we're, that's why we're doing this. Brewers, great, man. brewers <laughs> interface with other brewers and no. they interface with their ingredients. So, they need so to make you, good beer. So you know... So, so, so for you being a master Cicerone, you know there are plenty of brewers, brewers who you know or have heard about, but you're like, that guy I respect a hell of a lot hell because yeah, yeah. they know how to fuck up a beer. And when I say fuck up, <laughs> I mean fuck up yeah. in a good thing because like 
he knows what the fuck or he or she mm-hmm. knows what they're doing and you respect them whether or not they have the the title of Cicerone, Master Cicerone. Yeah. That's and amazing. Yeah. yeah, another thing that kind of informed my, oh, so, oh, this is how some see it. And obviously, I'm going to, this person might not be representative. And I know, Rich, again, like you brew. I thought you had all um, these friends, Maddie. I do is have all these friends. Is it Eddie Murphy from 1987? No, this, or, is, uh, a, this the, is the person a, that worked for the, I don't the ambassador. Out. But I was talking to a brewer. And it just, <laughs> you, know you see, like, Eddie doesn't mind me talking about our relationship. Eddie's cool with people knowing yeah, I'm friends even, with him. Even open a relationship yeah, with Eddie. Yeah, me and He's Eddie Murphy were tight. But I was, talking to a, I was talking to a brewer, and I had mentioned you, Rich, because I was talking about this podcast. And I was talking about, like, oh, he's a, he's a master Cicerone. And, and he said something kind of to the effect in response to the Cicerone thing. of like, like oh, no, it, no, it's, yeah, I mean, well, but he's like, his thing, his thing, he kind of almost set up a, a distinction and was like, oh, I'm, I'm more into like actual, like into brewing, like into hands-on brewing than like the academic route. Yeah. And yeah, he clearly set up like, like, and I was like, oh, I never, I think cause I, you're the Cicerone I knew, I know, and that I knew first and everything. <laughs> closest to that, Cicerone. But, yeah. But like, that I like, I was like, oh, like a brewer is a Cicerone. Like it's one, like they're Mm-mm. like interlocked for me. I but he made me clear brewer, like, but, oh, like yeah, Cicerone, say, cause, cause Cicerone is almost, yeah. Cause Rich is a brewer too. Cicerone is almost, is more just to detangle a brewer from a Cicerone was mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, an interesting distinction. It's very that interesting. I had and I, I never thought of it. I, this is great because I never thought of it that way. I've always been, this sounds silly to call myself this, but, you know, for lack of a better term, a Renaissance man. I like a lot of different stuff. Okay. Mm, yeah. I like a lot. Like, I love, you know, all sorts of different foods and music and sports and, you know, beer and wine and, you know, booze and all that stuff. Like, I don't know, whatever. I, I like a lot of different stuff. I'm curious. I'm nerdy. And so that works for a Cicerone because a Cicerone needs to understand a lot about production, a lot about brewing, but not everything. A lot about service. Okay. A lot about like the technical aspects of like refrigeration, um, you know, the physics of, of how draft systems work. So you got some science mm. in there. Okay. But you also need to know the history behind the styles. You need to know um, how to talk to people, translate all this stuff into multiple um, voices or multiple markets. Okay, you need to be able to talk to uh, consumers that know nothing mm-hmm. about beer. You need to talk to beer geeks that know a lot about beer that want to talk technical. But you also need to be able to talk to like the media. Okay, I do tons of you know whatever newspaper articles, you know magazine stuff, blogs, radio shows, all that stuff. Where like I have to talk to all sorts of people at different levels, and so that is the art of. The art and success of a good Cicerone. You can be the jack of all trades around beer. I, I don't want to ask you, do you think there's better brewers than you? I just want to know. Sure there are. Hell yeah. I, I'm sure you, th- I, I, know, I know you're going to say that. Larry, but I, just... I loved most of the beers that I made, but I didn't love every single one I know, of them. I guess the question I'm saying is, but do you, do you think you can, if you're having a conversation with a fantastic brewer, are you sitting with a pencil to learn, or oh, do you feel like yeah. that there's a lot that you can? If give you're not to? still curious, then you're 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 stagnant. So becoming a cicerone, what is that process like? And I think I know you. It might it's probably changed a little bit since you did karate it. Karate Kid. Ah, oh, it's just like Karate mm. Kid. Just see karate. Just I, watch Karate yeah, Kid. I, Daniel Larusso is gonna nice fight. <laughs> Daniel Larusso is gonna fight. <laughs> I, I um, wax the floor. I painted the fence. Did, did all that stuff, <laughs> and um, I mean, honestly, I'm not. I'm well, not kidding. That, yeah. that's that's really well, how I learned a lot of stuff. Well, but, but like, but just in terms of like the kind of the practical like testing side of it. Like mm-hmm. I know, like a, or for the certified beer server exam, I signed up for the exam and kind of with the 
with the application, what the the payment that I whatever I paid this as our own program. Right, application you need. <laughs> whatever check. Yes, the check that <laughs> I sent. Basically, with Credit that, card. I also got like some some materials that were like oh PDF like PDF of like every style and like little traits of it, details mm-hmm. of it, and mm-hmm. and then a couple of videos that had Ray I think in them like explaining service and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then you take the test online, and that was that. And it was just online, nothing in person or mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, so then what is like, what are the next like levels? Cause then at a certain point it becomes in person, right? And it becomes like more extensive tests. Right. I would say that, uh, the two big caveats are that I did this in the dark ages. Mm-hmm. Um, I took my certified exam in 2008. I took my master exams in 2009 and 2010. There was no advanced, uh, level okay. when I took this. So I, was I went say straight that. from, I, I went straight from certified re- to master. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, also the other caveat is that COVID has, changed oh, everything okay big surprise oh, so uh the in-person aspects of the testing are much more limited now and hopefully that's going to change you know hopefully COVID's going to magically go away but you do feel like in-person is there is always an in-person yeah. uh, aspect to this and is so then what is the test in, in, in person what yeah. are what are just because i I'm, think the, like, the the minimum stuff that always has to be in person is the tasting stuff yeah because you, you can say like all right we're going to taste heineken and I'm gonna I'm gonna ship Heineken. So so the Cicerone program is based in Chicago. They can like buy a bunch of Heineken and you know send it to everyone. I'm not if you're studying for this, don't think Heineken is this important <laughs> beer. I mean it is important beer. Here we go. I'm backtracking everything. Anyway, um, <laughs> Heineken is not a secret thing. I'm not Heineken's- wink winking. If you send Heineken to everyone from Chicago uh-huh. and you're taking the test in L.A. versus New York versus Sao Paulo, Brazil, it's not going to taste the same everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a consistent. Uh, tasting platform a batch. where people come to the beer. Yeah. It's not just the bachelor. It's like they have to come to the beer and the um, conditions have to all be yeah, total, happen- totally controlled. What happens is, you know, you open up all the beers, you get a, you know, say a case of Heineken, you pour them all into a pitcher so that one bottle, you know, bottle to bottle variation doesn't exist. You pour them all into a pitcher and then you dose them out into little tasting glasses, but you have other Cicerones that are already, you know, that have already passed to taste this stuff and make sure that it tastes the way it should. Mm-hmm. And then they actually take the test also, whether it's certified level advanced oh, master, wow. so that you have it like, you know. A baseline. Yeah. A baseline. So that yeah. What is the tasting part of the test then? There are a bunch of different. Is it just, is it. The idea here is that you need to be able to focus on um, figuring out style, mm-hmm. describing style. Uh, so like taste a beer blind. Sorry, this is, I don't know. If it if all of this is on the certified versus the advanced versus okay. the match. Yeah, we, we don't need to just, general, just okay. kind of general idea Generally, of it. Things yeah. to taste for, things to be tested upon are, here's a blind, here's a beer. You don't know what this beer is, okay? Tell me the style, all right? Another version, so you know nothing about it. Another version is a little bit more like fill in the blank. You've got four beers. Here are four styles. Which beer is which style, okay? However... Also describe whether the beer is ready, is acceptable to be sold to the public. Or no. So it's a oh. go, it's a go, no go oh, thing. Okay. So it's like, all right, some of these beers might be. So I give you like a skunked beer? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Oh, wow. Or stale, it's old, it's got, Something, you know, some buttery flavor. Some, or Some diacetyl in it? Yeah, maybe. Or like this is, you know, this is a German Pilsner. Is this good to sell? And maybe it's in perfect condition. However, it's a Czech Pilsner. So mm. it's not really, okay. it's not really that style. Like something about this is a little off. So um, that's something that that you might get tested on. Another thing is, um, uh, yeah, off flavors tasting for sure. So it's like these are all one beer, okay? They're not going to tell you what beer it is, but these are all one beer. 
and again, depending on the level of the test, it gets harder the higher you go. But like the hardest stuff that I've done is like, all right, here are, um, you know, here are 15 beers. 10 of them are spiked with something. Five of them are unspiked. Here's a control beer. Here's your 16th beer. Taste them all against the control beer. Determine which ones are spiked and which and what they're spiked with. And the spikes are not things like, you know, oh, this tastes like apricot sure. or Concord mm-hmm. grape or whatever. These are like, these are off flavors among the the 28 off flavors that you need to know to be able to recognize blind on the Oof. on the exam. This sounds hard. Is it hard? Is it I mean, yeah, would you, you, find, you say it's, would hard? you say it's hard? Would you say I the test say is difficult? Yeah. Did you you took hard. and I remember when you took the first like you I mean like did you pass it the first time mm-hmm. or did you pass it the second time? I did not. I passed it the second time. Yeah, I yeah. think um, I remember that. It's a, it's I didn't want to test. put you out if you didn't want to no, put that I'm out. I'm good. I'm good. Um <laughs> how many Cicerones are there now? Well, or ma- how many master yeah, cicerones? Yeah, let's clarify. Are Sorry, yes, you know, I, I, cicerone I is fine as a general term, but there are specifics. Yes, and so master cicerones are twenty. Okay. Uh, advanced cicerones are like two hundred. Um, oh wow. Certified cicerones are like five thousand. Okay. Wait a minute. So and a really certified beer servers, there are about one hundred twenty thousand. So it is. Ooh. It is. A, it is. I got to get to it the is next a considerable level. The jump 5K. between the levels. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, and it just takes a lot of time to study, a lot of resources, a lot of like test taking ability. Well, well, so then it's, it's hard to do it, and I think there are a lot of people out there who know a lot about beer, and just you know, if you're not certified or you don't have, you haven't passed the test, it doesn't mean you don't know your shit about beer. It's just you know, if you go through the, sure. the hoops well, kind of that, that's test. almost what I want to ask about. Then, like, so if there are like you know a bunch of these like 200 people that are advanced cicerones, what do they have to want to do to want to go to that next level yeah. of master cicerone? Yes. It seems like they're probably established enough and they've proven themselves that they could be very useful for tons of yeah. jobs and yeah, tasks. It's great, yeah, great they could do a million things. Yeah, so it's like what do you, what would make that person as an advanced cicerone be like? Okay. I want to be the next level. Other than, I mean, I guess obviously just a personal drive. I mean, is it pairing? Is it like is it a specific thing? Like, what is it? I don't think there's any one specific thing. I think it's it's. Does it matter to your job that you have now? Does it matter to your job or lifestyle that you want at some point? Not that being a master cicerone is a lifestyle, but if your life, if if how you envision yourself down the road is as a master, then you take that exam. Another is ego, and I won't I won't Mm -hmm. lie about that. There's a lot of ego ego involved in this stuff. Yeah. Um, depending on your personality type. So those are the things that I would say matter. Another is like, it's an investment of money to take the test. It's an investment of time and money to study for the exam. Mm -hmm. And if you are being helped by your employer, that's really helpful. Like if you have some sort of a sponsor, that's great. So Phoebe, so my wife, we were talking, you know, when I was studying for this, you know, 10, well, it's kind of like 12, 13 years ago now. I was like, gosh, I really would love to get some get some cash to help out with this. You know, I bet I should talk to my employer about this. And she's like, be careful if you do that because if you pass this thing, I know you, Rich. You're always going to think that they own this and oh, not okay. you. I mm-hmm. see. And she said, that's interesting. If you don't get any help with this and you pass it, it's yours. Mm. Yeah. And I. She's great. She's smart. Yeah. So and it worked smart. out. Yeah. It worked out. Yeah. You know, she's yeah. very smart. The flip side is I don't pass. I'm like, damn it. If I had a little more cash to help me buy some more beers, to yes. taste, yeah. it would have been really, yeah. really nice. That's interesting. It's it, the core of it. And I like the, what stands out to me. And I like putting it the way it's about learning how to talk to people about beer. It's about figuring out the language of beer and how to discuss it. And so whether or not you're right or wrong 
is, I mean, obviously there's some things you should know, <laughs> like some, some actual facts to know, yeah, but like, but ultimately like in the tasting and stuff like that, being able to talk to someone about what they're experiencing and being able to help them put that into Gotta words, meet people where they are yeah. so you can like then whatever level forward. they are and to discuss beer and to pitch it in like this most accessible way that brings everyone in from what, yeah, whatever level they're at. I just want to, I, I want to cap it off with one last, one last thing. And this is, again, this is. Going back to the idea of becoming a Cicerone, people interested in becoming a Cicerone. And it's a two-part question, I think, that they kind of feed into each other. So I think I've I got a six-part answer. Let's oh, go. fantastic. Why should someone become a Cicerone? Then what I'm saying is like, there's obviously people who are like, oh, I like beer. I want to know more. Like me, honestly. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm interested in this. And I think you might tell me not, you've gone as far as you should go at Ciceroning, mm-hmm. but there's other ways to engage. And what advice would you give to someone considering becoming a Cicerone? Boy, good, good, that's a good question. I would say if you're, be, let me do the second one first. Okay. If you're considering, actually, I think it's the same answer. If it is going to help your career and or help your self-esteem for whatever reason, do it. If it's just because you're curious about this stuff and you want to prove to others that you know a lot about beer, it's you're barking up the wrong tree. If... Passing one of these levels, passing one of these exams tells you that you've made it, that might be another reason not to do this. I think I view these uh, distinctions, these certifications as proof that not only do you know something about beer, but you know how to learn something about beer. Mm. Okay. No one's born knowing knowing any of this stuff. Mm. So if you learn it and can retain it, hopefully beyond the test and want to continue to be curious about this stuff and learn more and more and more as I am. Like I've passed the highest level Cicerone exam. That doesn't mean I'm done learning. Mm -hmm. I want to know more. I have this insatiable curiosity about this stuff. Then that's a good thing. Like if you're continually curious, that's good. But if you just see this as a, as, as an end, as a title that means you're done, then I mean, sure. I'm not going to stop you from taking these exams, but you might be in it for the wrong reason. If it helps you, when you're done with the exam, to do better in your job, to communicate with more people about beer, to turn more people on to beer, to be excited about beer with other people, to uh, build community, to make tips at your job, to get hired at a better restaurant or a better bar. You know, all these things are stepping stones to something better, some better experience or some better lifestyle in which beer can be a part of that lifestyle. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing. If you just want to go to Belgium and have a better time, read a book. Mm. You don't need to pass a test. You know, that's, that's, those are my thoughts on it. Cool. See, Rich, that wasn't so bad. That wasn't so bad, huh? It was bad for our listeners because yeah. it was just a little rich, rich session. I love it, though, man. No, Thanks, guys. You guys are great, too. We do okay. We do We're okay. fantastic. We do okay. All right. Well, You're thank you, everybody. With. If you have any questions, hit us up, liquidbreadpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes or whatever your podcast platform is. Follow us on Twitter at liquidbreadpod. Larry, you got anything plug for you? I, I, I mean, I got some shit coming up, but I, I don't know if I can talk about it yet. Oh, we'll get to it. But I'm, I'm working on some shit. We'll well, I'll let you it. know when I can. We'll get to it. Rich, anything? I want to say that uh, Larry and Maddie are incredibly fun people to drink beer with. All right. Come drink with us in L.A., baby. You guys guys are my buddies. Thanks. Until next time. Happy beer. Happy 
happy, happy, happy beering. The recorder was the the battery on the recorder was low. I was curious if we were gonna make it to the end. Well, thank God we did. Great, we're done.